Welcome back to the Stories of Freedom podcast. Today, it is just me, but uh, we're doing something different today, and I'm really excited about this. Um, it's something that I've tried to do before with some different people, and I'm still working on that. But uh, basically, this week, what we're doing is I'm going to share audio from a person on YouTube that shared their testimony. And what we're going to do is have him on in a couple of weeks. So this week, there's not it's not going to be your typical podcast where we have a guest come on and then we hear their story and we, we uh, you know, ask them some questions and give some input and things like that. Uh, what we're going to do this time is make it a little bit more involved with you guys. So I want you guys to hear his testimony. Uh, there are some great testimonies out there on YouTube. And I've reached out to a few people. Um, the, the person that we're going to have on today, his name is Peter. I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name. I haven't talked to him over the phone yet, just through Facebook. But uh, he's got a really cool testimony about um, a time in his life that made him second-guess his faith and his belief in God and how he worked through that and how God got his attention and spoke to him and, and he was able to come back to God. So it's not too long uh, of a podcast. Um, you know, or of a of a testimony, but it is it's very good. So what I want you guys to do is just listen to the story, and we're gonna have him on in a couple of weeks. I don't know exactly when. I know next week we got uh, somebody else coming on, but we'll have him on within a couple of weeks. And in the meantime, send in your questions for him. Send in your comments um, about how his story may have helped you or helped somebody that you know. Um, and then, like I said, questions that you may have for him regarding his testimony. Because what we're going to do, this way you get to hear his testimony. And then in a couple of weeks, we'll have him on over the phone because um, he's not local. I think he's down in Los Angeles. And uh, and we'll be able to ask him some of your guys' questions. We'll ask him some of ours. We'll let him expand a little bit more. Because um, like I said, it's not that long of a testimony. So maybe there's some more things in there that he wants to share. But uh, this is the first uh, person that we're going to do this with. And I'm really excited about it because I think it's time to start branching out a little bit. I definitely want to keep interviewing people here at Valley Christian Fellowship. But there are a lot of great stories out there. I found some great ones on YouTube. Um, also, when you get a, a chance, go to his website. It's called um, notashamedofthegospel.com. So again, that's notashamedofthegospel.com. Um, he's got, I mean, you'll see his testimony on there. Anyway, uh, if you want to watch it, and maybe I'll share that on Facebook later, but he's got a lot of other great videos on there too that he's done uh, with different topics and stuff. Um, if you if you just look, there's a section on there, I'm looking at it right now, that says uh, blog. And if you go to that section, he's got some other good videos, well, blogs with videos that go along with it, where he talks about other topics and, and things in the Bible um, or, or things that people might, might want to hear. I mean, like, just for example, I'm looking right now, why is Christianity the right religion out of 4,200? Um, that's a really good one. Three powerful reasons why God allows suffering. Uh, we just brought that up not, I mean, I just brought that up not that long ago on this podcast, and it, and it comes up from time to time. Um, let's see. I can't believe in a God because of the atrocities that he commits in the Bible. Uh, five biggest life mistakes I made and how you can avoid them. I mean, just a lot of good stuff, guys. Go to his website and check that out. Uh, I, I can't wait to have him on because there's a lot of good questions. I, I just want to pick his brain a little bit. Um, so look forward to that. But before we get into his story, just want to let you know a couple things. The video last week from Rich 
turned out uh, pretty good. The only thing is that we don't have great audio. So I've got to try to match up the audio from last week's podcast to the video portion of the podcast. I just got the video today, so that's why we're a little delayed. Um, So I will try to get that up this week as soon as I can. It's just going to take a little bit of time to get that going. Um, so yeah. And then next week we are going to have a lady from our church. She's fairly new. Her name's Antoinette and this lady, oh my goodness, I cannot wait to have her on the podcast. You guys are in for a treat. She is, uh, so on fire for God right now. And I have talked to her a little bit about her story and man, guys, I am, I'm super excited about that one. So next week we're going to, we're going to have Kayla back. We're going to do more of a traditional style podcast like we're used to. And then, um, the following week, I don't know yet. We may either have Peter on that week or there may be another one or two people we may fit in there first. So we'll see, but send in your questions for Peter, um, at, to our website or to our email address, which is stories of freedom podcast at gmail.com. And you can also send them through, if you want to send us a direct message on Facebook, you can do that too. So we're on Facebook at Stories of Freedom Podcast, if you just search that. Um, Oh, and then also just to let you know, with Peter, the guy that you're about to hear his testimony, he's got, um, obviously, where these videos come from, he's got a YouTube channel. So subscribe to that. I just subscribed to that uh, today because I want to see his videos as they pop up. So without further ado, I hope you guys enjoy this week's, um, this week's testimony. And I, and I hope that you guys like what we're doing here. Um, hopefully we can get some more people on here to do this, not every episode, but just change it up a little bit and branch out a little bit and find more people. And as always, if you want to share your testimony, doesn't matter if you're local or not, we can do it over the phone. Uh, that would be, again, stories of freedom podcast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook and send us a message. Uh, so I know there's quite a few new listeners out there and, um, Yep, just reach out to us if you have any comments or questions or, or you know, you want to say something to Peter or ask him a question and, uh, and, and we'll get that going for you. So anyway, second time I've said this, but without further ado, enjoy this week's podcast. I stood there in the street looking at my dad with the strangest look on my face. I remember thinking, what is my dad saying? You see, it was me just standing right in front of my dad and my dad was saying, my son, did you give my, the, the man that I told you the business cards? And I told my dad, no, I didn't. And he said, why? And he seemed to get so angry and I said, dad, because I was kind of embarrassed. And he said, you see, my son, you're the only one I can trust. Our phone in our house is tapped and people are looking to try to kill me. And there are people listening in on all of my phone conversations. And I was like, dad, what are you talking about? Of course, none of the things that my dad was saying were true. But uh, what was happening right then and there was going to be one of the most difficult situations in my life that would cause me to um, lose my faith in God. So let me tell you a little bit more about my story and about how I got to this place and what exactly happened to me. So uh, a lot of many years ago, or maybe I should start from the beginning, about how I grew up. I actually grew up in a Christian family. My parents are Christians and, um, you know, I was taught to believe in God. But then something happened to me when I was in high school that made me lose complete my faith, completely lose my faith in God. And what ended up happening is that actually my dad 
he ended up having uh, he added one of his best friends, and uh, his best friend told him that hey, there was this great real estate investment that he could do, um, and that they should partner to, partner together in this real estate investment so that they'd be able to make you know a lot of money and be able to. Um, you know, basically make money and income for their family. Well, uh, my dad ended up investing all of the money that uh, our family had into this real estate deal, only to find out that my dad's best friend actually ended up lying to my dad uh, about parts of the business deal, and we ended up losing uh, all of our money. So just imagine going from being financially blessed to basically having absolutely nothing, and that's exactly what ended up happening to us. So uh, as a result of us losing all of the finances and all of the money that we had, my dad ended up to behave really strangely and he ended up thinking that you know people were trying to uh, poison him uh, in his food and that people were trying to you know uh, take him to jail and were listening on his phone calls like I told you earlier on today. And uh, after a while, we ended up having to check in my dad to a psychiatric clinic and he was diagnosed with delusional schizophrenia. And he was diagnosed with that and, you know, it was basically so hard for us to see that because here's my dad, you know, a man that I deeply love and respect and to see him just kind of, you know, deteriorate and have, you know, those issues that come along with that disease, it was just so hard. So obviously um, my sister, she was in college at the time and so uh, the problem was, hey, if my dad's being treated in the psychological or psychiatric clinic, then you know, how are we going to be able to pay for my sister's private school? My sister was going to uh, UCLA at the time. I was in high school and also at the same time it was kind of like thinking, hey, what's going to happen to me in my school because I was also going to a private school then. My mom was working, but obviously she didn't make enough money to be able to pay for all of our schools. Uh, so anyway, I started to pray to God and I asked God, God, please, will you heal my dad from the delusional schizophrenia? Because there is actually no um, healing, uh, but there's actually just uh, like pills that you have to take. So I asked the Lord to, to heal my dad and you know, I was expecting him to get healed overnight or over a couple of days or weeks and none of that happened. My dad continued to get treatment at the psychiatric ward and stayed there for uh, quite a number of days. And I asked my uh, God to give back the money that we had lost. All of our life savings for our family was lost in this bad real estate investment. And you know what? God didn't give it back to us. And I was like, hey, you know, I was taught in the Bible that if you pray to God and ask him for something, then he's going to answer, especially if it's something good. And yeah, of course, getting my dad healed is something amazing. And getting um, my dad uh, or the money back for my family is something that's wonderful. So yeah, those are absolutely wonderful things that God, I think, should do. So anyway, so when that didn't happen, I began to lose my faith in God. I ended up uh, not believing you know, in God, and I ended up thinking that everything that I was taught in church was wrong. I ended up thinking that the Bible was completely false, and I just completely walked away from God. This was in my last year of high school, and after I went to high school, I went to college, and in college, I became a complete atheist. And what ended up happening is that my dad began to get treatment um, 
for his psychiatric, the delusional schizophrenia. And what ended up happening is that he was able to go back to work and that in itself was a miracle. And God actually was beginning to heal my dad very slowly, but at the time I had already um, left God and became an atheist, so I couldn't really see it. I just saw that, hey, my dad was uh, being able to go back to work and was getting a little bit better. But I had already made up my mind that everything that I was taught about Christianity was wrong. So what I ended up doing is when I went to college, my, my dad, what he ended up doing, and my mom, in order to be able to put me through college, and they paid for my apartment, they paid for me to be able to go to school and not have to work, um, they would give me money and then what they end up doing is just taking out loans so that I would be able to go to school and my sister ended up finishing school too and uh, she started working so that was also a, a big uh, blessing or financial blessing that we didn't really know about. So after that I ended up uh, while my parents were sending me the money uh, and they were, they were thinking that I was going to school, I actually was going to school, but I was partying. I was going to nightclubs every single night. I was uh, going and to the best restaurants. I live in Los Angeles. There's tons of cool places that you can go to, Beverly Hills, all these places that the stars hang out, and that's where I would go. And I would go hang out in these places and just have fun and party and just do whatever I wanted to. And I was living the life that many many people dream about uh, and I was doing it I didn't even have to have a job because my parents were sending me money I was barely going to college I was not doing very well in my cl college classes um, but I thought that this was the life I ended up even getting into debt pulling out credit cards too and two years of living like this and then after that I remember just one night in a nightclub just getting looking at all the people around me and thinking wow, is this all that there is to life? I see these same people in the same places everywhere that I go, and you know, what's the point of life? Like you end up growing up, going to school, then going to college, getting a job, getting married, and then you have kids, and then you die, and that's it. And I'm like, is that the, all that there is to life? Life seems to me so pointless. I ended up falling into a big, huge depression. And so uh, I fell into this depression for quite a while, and I stopped going to, cl uh, to, cl to class, I stopped going to college, and I would just stay at home every day and order pizza and watch the Jerry Springer show. If you've been around and you know what, the Jerry Springer show, maybe it's still around, um, then it's just this, this talk show that's really about just nonsense. So I fell into, into a big, huge depression. I ended up just staying at home and really not doing much with my life for a while. And after a while, uh, a few months of living like this and, not, and basically kind of failing even in some of my classes, I decided that, hey, I had to do something about it. And I decided that, hey, I'm going to find out what is the meaning of life. And so I began to search and I began to look at religion and I began to look at all the major religions. And I began to look at, you know, Judaism, Hinduism, Buddhism, a New Age philosophy. And I began to look at each one of them to see, okay, which one is the right one? I had already decided that Christianity is not the right religion because I had already come from that um, you know, background and I already knew that, or at least at that time, thought that, hey, of course, this is false, everything that's taught in the Bible, so what's the point of checking that out? Let me check out these other ones. So I began to research all of the different ones from New Age philosophy to Hinduism to Buddhism, but with each one of them, I really ended up finding uh, several flaws with every single one of them. So I said, hey, that can't be, that can't be true. So finally, you know, when there was no other religions that I could really discover or look into, I decided, hey, what, what am I going to do with my life? What's going to be the main purpose of my life? And I decided that I'm going to make 
you know, being rich and having becoming a millionaire be the main purpose of my life. And so there's this book called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It's a very famous book. A lot of people have read it. It sold millions of copies. And I went ahead and I, I read that book. And in that book, it teaches you how to think uh, so that you can end up becoming rich, having a business plan, and you know, getting, uh, getting wealthy. So I ended up doing things that I was taught in that book. And the book teaches you to come up with a number of how much money you want to have by a certain age. And then after that, you end up um, you know, writing it down and then saying it out loud every single day for you know, the rest of your life. And pretty much your thoughts turn into actions and you end up taking action to do what it is that you need to do to have that amount. So for me, I decided that the, number, the amount of money that I wanted to have was that I wanted to become, uh, to have $20 million by the time I was 40 years old. This was in my mid-20s. So I said, hey, you know, that's definitely feasible. I can get $20 million by that time. So sure enough, I wrote that down. I ended up you know, saying that every single day. And yes, actually, it does work. I began to have a business plan. I began working towards that goal and getting things into motion so that I can uh, have that money by the time I was 40. But after a while, I began to feel like something wasn't right. I felt like, you know, if I was to make making all this money and becoming a millionaire be the main purpose of my life, that that wasn't really what's going to make me happy. So there was just one time when I was in a vacation with my family, um, my parents and I, a family vacation, and I decided, hey, you know, I'm going to just pray to God. If there is a God, then maybe he will help me. Maybe he will answer me. So all of a sudden I prayed and I said, hey God, I feel like I shouldn't have this, uh, making this $20 million be the main purpose of my life. Is this true? I don't know what to do. If you're out there, then talk to me and tell me um, what I should do. So all of a sudden I stopped praying and then after I heard a voice and the voice was a small, still voice, not the kind that you hear out loud, but the kind that you hear kind of in your heart or in your mind. And the voice said, no, make me the number one priority in your life and everything else will fall into place. And I was like, whoa, where did that voice come from? And I was like, wow, that's amazing. And I said, hey, maybe God really does exist. Just as I was thinking those thoughts, I heard another voice. And the voice again was not a voice that you hear in your ear, but the kind that you hear in your heart or in your mind. And the voice said to me, no, you can actually uh, have, you know, serve God and have money at the same time. Look at David in the Bible. David was a king and he was very rich. And at the same time, he served God. Or look at Joseph. He also served God and was, you know, basically the equivalent of a millionaire. So you could have both. So all of a sudden, I began to feel confused. Where was this voice coming from? And so I prayed again and I said, God, I could have sworn that I just prayed to you a few minutes ago and asked you if I should make having the $20 million be the main purpose of my life and that you uh, told me that I should make you the number one priority. But now I am hearing this other voice and it's telling me that I could have both you and money. I don't know what is the truth. I don't know what's true. So can you please show me? And then I stopped and I waited to see if that small, still voice would come back and speak to me, but I heard nothing. It was absolutely silent. Nothing came back and spoke to me the way it had the previous two times. So I remember going back to sleep and falling asleep, very confused, thinking, what just happened? Uh, was it just like bad pizza that I ate that night or something? Is all this just like a delusion in my mind? I don't know. 
So anyway, I, I, a few days later, I left from that vacation and I came back to Los Angeles in the city of Santa Monica. There was a night where I went out with my best friend to Third Street Promenade. And while I was at Third Street Promenade, uh, this is actually where I'm filming this right now, um, it was actually in this very place where we went to go see a movie, me and him. And after we saw uh, a movie, we came out and there was a group of people that were standing out in Third Street Promenade. And one person came out to me and gave me something. And she said, hey, have you received your million dollars today? And she gave me a piece of paper. And I said, what? And she said, here, take this. So I took that piece of paper, whatever it was, some kind of, you know, something that she wanted me to have. And I said, okay, thank you. And I put it in my pocket and I walked away. Honestly, my plan was to just go out of her sight and go throw it in the trash because, you know, whatever she was that she was selling, I didn't want it. So anyway, uh, I, I said goodbye to my friend and I ended up going back to my house. And when I went back to my house, I took the keys uh, out of my pocket, my wallet out of my pocket, and along with it was that piece of paper that that lady had given me and in which she had asked me, hey, have you gotten your million dollars today? So I took out that piece of paper and I said, okay, let me check this out. So I read it and at the top of that piece of paper, it said, it was a million dollar bill. And in the top of that paper, it said, have you received your million dollars? Or here's the million dollar question. Are you going to heaven? Well, let's check. Are you a good enough person? Hey, how many lies have you told in your life? And I was like, well, I've told lots of lies. And it says, well, if you've lied, then you're, a God, you know, then you're considered a liar or God sees you as a liar. And it says, have you ever stolen anything, even if it was something small? And I was like, yes, this is all on a piece of paper. Uh, and then it says, well, if you've, if you've stolen, then, you know, God sees you as a thief. And it says, have you ever taken God's name in vain? Like I said, God, D-A-M-N, for example. And I said, oh, yeah, I've said that so many times. It says, well, that's blasphemy. And God sees you as a blasphemer because you take God's name in vain. And then uh, the last question on that piece of paper was, well, you know, have you ever, you know, committed adultery? And I said, well, no, I haven't. And I said, well, if you just thought about, you know, lusting after other uh, women or men, depending on who you are, then, you know, God sees you as an adulterer at heart because just the thoughts of adultery are a, are a sin. So it says, hey, if you do all these things and you have to face judgment day, are you going to be, be innocent or guilty? And I was like, guilty. And it says, are you going to go to heaven or hell? And I said, hell. And I says, well, on a piece of paper, it said, God did something to, for you that you wouldn't have to go to hell. Jesus sent his only son that if you believe in him, um, just like, you know, uh, just if you would believe in him, then you will get to go to heaven. And, you know, so all you have to do is put your faith in Christ and repent of your sins and you will get to go to heaven. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And then after all of a sudden, that small, still voice that I had heard from the other day came back and spoke to me. And the voice said to me, my son, the other day when I was speaking to you in the house, that was me that was speaking to you, trying to tell you to make me the number one priority in your life uh, and everything else would fall into place. But you wouldn't listen and you couldn't understand. So now I sent to you this million dollar bill. Do you now understand what's the most important thing in your life? And all of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, God, you are real. You are so real. Oh my gosh, what have I done? I'm so sorry, God. Uh, I can't come back to you. I've done too many bad things, too many sins in my life. And God said, my son, I want you to come back to me. Come back to me and I want you back and everything else will fall into place. 
And that night was the night that I got in my room, I fell on my knees, I cried, and I asked God for forgiveness, and I asked God to forgive me for all of my sins. And ever since then, my life has completely changed. You know, um, I used to not go to church, of course, because I was an atheist and trying to discover, you know, what's the purpose of life. And then I went from not going to church to going to church six days a week. I had uh, a big pornography problem. I had lots of pornography videos uh, on my computer. God convicted me and told me to get rid of those videos, and I did. And I've never looked at pornography ever since. I also... Um, just was in debt and God got me out of debt and helped me because I was living a lifestyle that was beyond my means and uh, I was I had smoked cigarettes for 10 years of my life one pack to one pack and a half a day and God helped me to get rid of that habit and I stopped smoking completely and I started going to church uh, every day of the week almost six days a week and serving God and getting into ministry and my life has never been the same. So I wanted to share that my story with you of hey how I was a Christian, I ended up becoming an atheist, how I left atheism, started searching, and then after I became a Christian all over again. So if you have any questions about my story or about how to find God or any of these things are about money and you know making that the main purpose of your life, let me know. I'd love to help out and I'm here for you.